Hey, Migraines with Migraines listeners. On the first part of episode four, we have Brittany with us. She's a senior policy analyst at New Jersey Policy Perspective, who will explain the Cover All Kids bill, what this bill is, and what happens next now that it has been signed by the governor. On the second part of this episode, I will reflect with Jasmine on our experience at the Senate when we gave a testimony in favor of the bill. Okay, so uh, hi, Brittany. Um, um, just want, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, uh, first of all, what do you do and how are you part of, of this uh, of this movement that, we're, that we have? Hi, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to be here. So, you know, thanks for having me. Um, I, like you said, I'm, I'm Brittany Holm Trundy. I'm a senior policy analyst at New Jersey Policy Perspective. And we're an organization, a nonprofit, nonpartisan research um, organization that works on policies that help, you know, low and middle income people in New Jersey and, and address equity and all sorts of issues, um, you know, trying to make sure that the that our our movements here um, have you know data showing how important they are and and really moving forward policies that that make a difference. Yes. Oh, that sounds really interesting. And I know one of the the, the policies right that you're working on is this cover all all kids um, <clears throat> bill that was passed, I believe. And um, just you know, for our audience, um, for those that don't know what the bill is about. In a few words, how do you summarize the bill? What 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 are its goals? Absolutely. Um, so yes, my my area of expertise is in uh, healthcare, and so this is a a health policy. It's a bill that uh, focuses on the fact that we have over eighty thousand uninsured children in New Jersey. I think it was almost reaching ninety thousand um, in the past year. Um, and so uh, this bill is meant to address as many of the barriers as possible um, to get make sure that all kids can um, get health insurance. So uh, basically what it does is it eliminates waiting periods and premiums in the current uh, CHIP program, NJ Family Care. Um, and uh, it also expands outreach, you know, because there are kids who are currently eligible who are not enrolled. Um, and it also uh, creates a new coverage option, NJ Family Care Advantage, um, that is meant to provide an option for all the kids who aren't currently eligible for, for NJ Family Care. So this means regardless of immigration status, or income, um, there will be an option for everybody. And so trying to make sure that that all kids can get health insurance. That's that's really awesome work that you're doing. And I think this bill is definitely very important, um, especially it's gonna be very helpful to the immigrant community, right? Because uh, there's a lot of um, parents that have children who, um, who are, they themselves can't afford going to the doctor. And, and so sometimes they have to choose between uh, whether it's paying for, for rent or, or taking their children to the hospital. And I think that's something that no parents should have to go through, right? Right, um, right. 
So uh, you know, I, from my understanding, right, the, the bill went to the hearing, the, um, it passed that, it went to the governor's office. I believe he signed it. He did, he did. Yes. So what does the future of the bill look like right now? Yeah, so that's a great question um, because the bill, I think a lot of people don't understand um, how the a new program or, or things get implemented um, that, you know, when, when these bills pass, um, you know, it's not instantaneous always. Um, so certain aspects of it, you know, the elimination of premiums um, in the current program um, are, and the um, elimination of the waiting periods are instantaneous. So the premiums had already been eliminated um, during COVID and, and things like that. So um, that's already in place um, and the outreach efforts, money is going toward that. So that's going to happen um, as we go forward. Um, the buy-in program, or you know, I say buy-in. I should specify though that buy-in. Um, the idea will be that um, our Department of Human Services will have a premium structure for it, but there will be a way um, with hardship waivers to get those premiums reduced or eliminated um, for people under under certain conditions. And so the idea is that if your income falls below a certain level, you won't have to pay premiums and that, that's what we're going to be monitoring and making sure happens um so basically what the department of human services has to do now is create that program you know the application and enrollment process they have to create the plan um and so that takes about a year um so the dhs uh, as i call our Department of Human Services, um, indicated during um, the budget process that they were looking to expand coverage um, by July 1st, uh, by next fiscal year. So that's July 1st, 2022. Um, and so we, our organization, um, the NJ for Healthcare Coalition, um, uh, the Consortium for in Immigrant Children, you know, all of us are going to be working over these next months to um, really make sure, you know, keep track of what DHS is doing, make sure that the premium structure works. You know, we're, we're a little hesitant with the hardship waivers, you know, that's a, a bit of a barrier, right? Um, and so we're, we're hoping um, there might be some way we can try to eliminate that for, for certain groups, right? To make sure that it doesn't, the hardship waiver doesn't become a hardship in and of itself. We want this to be as easy and accessible of a program um, as possible. So that's what we're going to be doing over the next several months. Um, all of all of our groups are, are going to be, you know, again, monitoring, um, you know, talking with DHS, trying to make sure um, that everything, everything really does get structured in, in a helpful way for for everyone. Um, so that it, there's a lot of administrative background stuff that happens right now that people won't hear about, I think, a lot. Um, but uh, this is really the time that people can raise their voices and um, either to organizations like ours um, and the Consortium for Immigrant Children and um, Citizen Action, all of these groups, um, and, and can be a part of the discussion and, and get into talks with DHS. Um, and so then they'll create a program. Um, and then by next July um, is the plan. They will open up enrollment. Um, and in other states, you know, there's been a pre-enrollment period and such. I'm, I'm not sure if that will happen here or not, um, but we'll definitely be keeping an eye out and trying to make sure that outreach efforts are getting to everybody. 
um, and you know, keeping everyone updated because I know it's a little bit hard sometimes with healthcare in particular, it gets so complex and people don't know what's going on. So um, trying to find ways to, to keep everyone updated. And so I think you know, this podcast is great. Um, I think that um, finding new ways to communicate with people and get information out about what's going on, where things are, what to expect is, is really important. So that, you know, this conversation is a great example of that. <laughs> to show you know what happens after the governor signs the bill that there's so much that um <clears throat> does need to happen in order to for it to actually for people to start applying and i think this is this is great that we can have this conversation yeah yeah just uh, as another um aside one of the other things besides just making sure outreach and information is going to get to everybody and that the application will be good for everyone we want to make sure that the the plan too is as quality because our you know the plan as far as we saw it um our organization the coalition I, I think even dhs saw it this way going into it um is that this plan should be the equivalent of what's in nj family care right now in the past if if you know any history about um buy-in options or things like that in new jersey in the past there have been issues where you know there there have been some differences and such um and so we're, we're going to be making sure it meets all the quality standards. It's, it's exactly, you know, the same in value and quality and, and it, the same plan for everybody because we don't want it to be any different. So that's, you know, that's what we're going to be focusing in on um, all of our groups uh, talking, you know, working on this whole, this whole process. Yeah, it definitely does take, take a lot of, of work, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it seems that the, the the bill has gotten this far, and I think it it really looks that it's going to help a lot of people soon. Yes, yeah. Uh, you know, I think um, I don't think I mentioned this. I think I mentioned that over eighty thousand children are uninsured, um, it, but we also know, um, you know, around eighteen thousand of those children are are immigrant children who who aren't. Um, don't qualify for for various options right now and so yeah I mean it's going to help thousands thousands of kids and I think we we know how important that is <laughs> I mean we've known that for a long time but I think COVID really brought this to everyone's attention that you know the health of of one New Jerseyan is really the health of all New Jerseyans right um, right anyone who lives here so yeah and and you know that's that's one of the things that really makes me proud that I grew up in New Jersey, right? I came from Mexico when I was seven, so I've been here for quite some time already, twenty three. Um, and for me, seeing that New Jersey wants to do these this kind of well, that that they really want to help um, children get health insurance, that makes me really proud. Yes. <laughs> and especially right when we talk about the children that are going to be covered um, one of the one of the, the topics that comes up a lot in our conversation with the youth group is um, about you know undocumented children and whether the bill is going to cover them and I believe you know, when I went to the Senate to to give a testimony I mean, to give a testimony there was some type of uh, discussion about the wording of the bill and that it didn't really clearly state that it was going to cover 
undocumented children. Right. So, um, in your viewpoint, uh, how are how is the bill right now <laughs> currently worded so that it, children like who are like myself, since I'm formerly undocumented, could be covered? Right. Yeah, that's a great question because I know, as as some people may know, there was a, a different bill beforehand, um, and then this new bill replaced it essentially as as the all kids bill. Um, so the the first bill specifically stated um, uh, the expansion, you know, applies to undocumented children, and this new bill is a little bit broader in its language. Essentially, um, what it's doing is it it the buy-in program in the past has only been about income levels in terms of, oh, if you don't qualify for NJ Family Care, uh, if you're above a certain income level, we'll have an option for you of, of some sort. It was only looking at, you know, um, children who were citizens above a certain income level. So basically what this bill did was it, um, changed that and and created the buy-in program so that it's any kids who are not eligible for NJ family care. Um, and that's because of immigration status, because of income, um, you know, any of those things, it, it, it opens it up. It of course is not as um, direct as we would have liked, um, you know, politics and, and healthcare gets unnecessarily politicized. Um, so often it's very frustrating because you know i think i think all of us in the coalition for for sure um you know see health as a human right um that any any individual any family in in new jersey in the us you know in the world really should uh, you know have access to the the care they need regardless um that each each family, each individual should be able to um, have the opportunity to to live the best life that they can. That that leaves open choices about your life and how you do things. But you know, you should have the opportunity. You should have the access. Um, and and that access it, it shouldn't be defined by political or social barriers created through racism or sexism or any other discrimination. Right. Um, everyone. Um, should have access to care. And so um, to us, it, you know, we would love, we would love for that language to be in, in our, our statute. And, um, you know, we were a little bit disappointed, of course, that it didn't specifically uh, state that. Um, and we're going to be working on that, of course, we're going to keep pushing forward and trying to get more explicit language in statute um, through, you know, we can continue to pass bills, we can continue to build on this and get more explicit language in there. Um, so what's what's great about this bill is that it sets that base. It uses some broad language that maybe we wanted more explicit, but it sets that base up, allows us the opportunity to open up eligibility. Um, and, you know, I like I said, uh, the Department of Human Services has ex has explicitly testified that they plan to expand to undocumented children, ex expand the eligibility. So um, in, in many ways it is out there explicitly, it just wasn't in this bill um, due, to, due to politics, I, I believe. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, it, it's a difficult situation. Um, and I, you know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna 
try to comment on the background of that or anything, anything like that. Um, but you know, we would love to love to see, you know, an embracing of, of more explicit language in the future. Um, but we're excited. We're excited that this opportunity is there regardless and, and that the expansion will happen. Um, so yeah, I, I think it, it can be difficult to follow though for everyone who's trying to follow these things um, when, when the language is, is kind of broad, it, it can be difficult to understand follow. So that's why we hope to get you know, the word out that, about the expansion and about what it's, what it's doing for everybody. Yeah, and I really want to <clears throat> focus on that, what you mentioned about that it really does set up the base. <laughs> and I think that um, having like this start is very great. And uh, just looking back, for example, a few years back, there was nothing like this. Right. And I think uh, all the work that you, the, the, your organization has done and other organizations as well, has led to this moment and as you said yeah focusing on on that excitement mm -hmm. i think this is definitely um a great state great great step in a great direction mm -hmm. yeah yeah we're we're really excited i i can't wait for july of next year you know as as we get closer um hearing more and and seeing it really come together um and and that moment of of expansion is going to be wonderful question that I have here is um, we as uh, in our youth group we we've tried to you know not only do we have the podcast we also have Instagram uh, mm -hmm. posts that we do to um, communicate to our audiences of what's happening what is one thing that we can do right from now till July to help in the efforts to 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 get to, to July to yeah yeah, um, that's a great question uh, because I, I think there's a lot of a, a lot of people who you know want want to be able to help design these these programs or make them work for everybody, but don't really know how. Um, so right now, like I said, our some of our organizations are going to be working directly with DHS or you know in in talks with DHS as they're designing these programs. And as we you know we're going to like I said, there's opportunities to introduce more bills and, and do things like that to try to keep improving things. So um, the best thing that everyone can do right now is um, communicate either, you know, via social media, through organizations, volunteering. Um, I know that we and um, the, the coalition, the, the healthcare, NJ for Healthcare Coalition, um, all of our groups are um, trying to reach out and, and get a sense of, um, you know, how, one, how do you get information? Because we want to make sure everybody will be getting information. I, lots of times there's language barriers or, you know, programs will be created and they'll, they'll say, yes, it, it exists. Um, but they're, you know, someone's only posting in a certain place and it's hard to figure out where to go find information about it. So um, helping all of us, um, our organizations, as well as the state understand um, where you get your information, what kind of things you wanna see in the program, um, 
what sort of barriers have existed for, you know, application processes and things like that. And, um, you know, that communication, um, that information is very, very helpful because that way all of these barriers can be addressed from the get-go instead of implementing and then finding out people are having trouble <laughs> with the application, right? Um, trying to get that built into the design is, is would be great. Um, so, it, you know, like I said, communicating um, via social media through our organizations, even as an individual reaching out to the governor's office, to legislators and things like that, and um, really advocating for needs um, is very helpful. Um, and uh, as well, you know, just um, just spreading the word. <laughs> can be very helpful, um, especially, like I said, language barriers are often um, an issue. You know, as far as um, New Jersey bills, everything is, they're only in English, um, which means that some people may not even be able um, to, get to get communication or information in a, in a language that they really identify with um, and, and um, you know, understand all the details of. So um, I think finding ways to spread the information about this program um, and, and sharing with friends and family, lots of times people will trust friends and family or, you know, other close individuals um, the most about healthcare. So just encouraging everyone um, to, to look into this, to consider it, to watch out for it um, in the news. Um, and, and to know that, you know, this is a, a positive effort. Um, I know that, especially with um, recent years, <laughs> again, won't, won't comment on all the details of it, but there's there's been a lot of, um, of hesitation to um, participate in programs or, or fear that has been created um, through various you know, rules and laws and things happening um, politically. And so what we really want to do is, you know, make sure everyone feels safe and, and happy with programs and interested in, in participating. And so really, um, like I said, communication is, is, is key. So um, I think back and forth, if I, I, I talk about friends and family, but even if, you know, organizations like yours, um, like, and, and um, your youth leaders and such, um, having listening sessions, doing all of these workshops, things, things like that can really, really help going forward um, because we need more voices. That's just, that's, that's the, the, the short story of it is that we really just need more, more voices in our health advocacy in New Jersey, so. I completely agree, right? It's about having these conversations mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> with one another. And that's one thing in the youth group that, that I see a lot is that some of the, of the <clears throat> members, they ask themselves whether what they're doing is really uh, having an impact. And I always uh, try to tell them that what we do is communicate what is happening, not only communicate, what's happening at the legislation level, but also what we as individuals are uh, have gone through mm -hmm. and how how the, our, our stories could have been uh, different. For example, we had initiatives such as these when we were growing up. So I think, as you mentioned, having these conversations 
and really explaining the the in and out of of how even a, a legislation comes to be. I think these are great um, things to be talking about. Well, thank you so much, Brittany, uh, <laughs> for for being with us today, and I really appreciate that you that you took some time to talk with us uh, and really. Uh, help our our listeners understand what's happening with the coverall kids bill and what happens after the governor signs it and what we can do moving forward absolutely thank you for having me again this is excellent Jasmine, um, so thank you for speaking with me today. I just wanted to get your thoughts on how your experience was giving a testimony um, when you were advocating for the for the bill at the state house. Yeah, hi, thank you for having me. Um, it was definitely an experience that I'll never forget. I think it was definitely a little scary at first because I'd never been in a setting such as this one. Um, and the courthouse itself was very like, you know, whoa, like everybody's here, you know, um, the excitement leading up to it and, you know, all the hard work that we put into, you know, our speaking about our experience. Um, I've never openly, you know, spoke about my experience as an undocumented immigrant, but I thought that it, it would help out a lot of people. Um, and I think that through my experience and what um, I was able to communicate with, you know, the health committee. Um, I think it definitely made a difference. And I think that, you know, statistics and personal experiences are very different. It's easy to throw a number. It's very hard to sit there and listen to what somebody, you know, felt and what they've been through. Um, and I think it definitely impacted them to, you know, move forward with helping undocumented children. Yeah, I completely agree. And in your viewpoint, how did you um, see the room, like the vibe of the room, of the mm. people? You can be completely um, honest. Like. It, was, it was definitely <laughs> very like standoffish. Like I felt like it was a very like, and eh, like we're here, let's just try to, you know, just keep it moving type of attitude. So it, it made me a little like hesitant to, you know, um, I was very like scared, I guess, to speak, but um, I guess in the end, you know, we said what we had to say. I wish that we were given a final decision instead of like, hey, let's just wait it out and we'll definitely, we'll pass it when that time comes, you know? Um, yeah. It would have been nice to get an answer in that moment. Exactly. Yeah, I think I also felt that way too, that and sometimes I felt that they weren't even paying attention to what we were saying, yeah. even though we were laying our hearts out uh, there with our statements. Um, so, we, you know, the bill at the end, um, it passed and it was signed by the governor. So right now, um, in, this, in this podcast, the listeners will, will hear that the, 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 there's a lot of steps that have to happen after the governor signs it in order to implement it and for people I mean for children to get the benefits of of what uh, we were advocating for 
So in your thoughts, um, how, what would you, like, what would you like to see in the upcoming months, um, just in regards to, I guess, you know, how, how would you, yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, I definitely, I feel like it's easy to say that they're going to cover all children. I didn't see, you know, that was our main thing, at least when we had a couple staff, um, you know, speaking with them personally. I think I just want to make sure that they're going to follow through on their word. And when they say all children, it's going to be all children and undocumented children, you know, I hope they're not left out of it because I've seen that, you know, that's happened a lot. Um, so I genuinely, I think at this point, all there really is, is just hoping that they'll actually follow through, which is, can be very difficult, but I do have faith in our lawmakers and, um, you know, and I hope that, you know, I, I really do hope that they are a part of the bill because it would be very, um, disheartening to hear that they're not yeah and I and I think one of the you know just to um to to end like a conversation is one one of the things that stood out right was the wording about the bill about mm -hmm. how how it didn't really explicitly say that it would cover undocumented children and that's something that we both wanted yeah. really badly for it to say because uh, that's why we that's why we shared our stories because uh, it it, it would have helped us a lot growing up. So I think that if we if we if as you said like we like, I think I would also agree that I just want them to actually do what they what the bill we hope that it does right yeah. to, to help these children. I I agree, and I mean if if worst comes to worst where they're not going to follow through on their word you know myself and you know all of us advocates I'm ready to be very vocal about the fact that they did not introduce that um and I'm sure that we have a lot of immigrant advocates that are ready to make a lot of noise and you know be very vocal about the fact that those children are not in that bill so, exactly well, yeah. thank you. Thank you for sharing your experiences with us. And yeah, it was great having you. Thank you, guys. Let's offer this episode, Migrants with Migrants listeners. And to summarize, we learned that one, the goal of the Cover All Kids Bill is to expand access to health insurance for all children in New Jersey. One of the ways the bill is doing this is by doing the New Jersey Family Care Advantage, which would be an option for children that are undocumented. Two, in the next few months, the focus of the advocating community will be on monitoring the Department of Health and Services to structure the program in an accessible way for everyone. And to make sure that it is ready for enrollment by next July. And lastly, Jasmine and I echo the shared sentiment in the immigrant community that we hope that lawmakers do include undocumented children in the bill and that as advocates, we are prepared to make a lot of noise if they are not included.
Hi listeners, the resource for today's episode is Instagram. If you're like me, you probably didn't know that if you're going through a difficult time, you could just type in the search box keywords such as depression and you will be referred to multiple resources.